live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World with the Carries on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. To participate in the program, call us at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or check in anytime online at RudyMaxa.com or follow us on Facebook or Instagram at RM World Travel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show, Rudy Max's World with the Carries. Welcome aboard. You are indeed listening to America's most widely syndicated radio travel show. I'm travel journalist Rudy Maxa coming to today from the Daisuke Studios International from Washington, D.C., while Robert and Mary Carey are headed to D.C. after the show today. We're actually going to have dinner Sunday night. Uh, but they're linked in today from their New York area studio. You know, it was a celebration Tuesday this week in the Philadelphia area. Champagne toasts, a lot more frou-frou stuff going on. Because Iceland Air threw a big party for its first nonstop flight from Philadelphia to Iceland. Celebrities and media and politicians, including the mayor of Philadelphia, took off on that inaugural flight. Except the plane had to turn back around. It had to divert to Boston for a landing just after midnight for some minor technical difficulties. The group took another flight, and there was a bright spot. Philadelphia's mayor said the in-flight meal was the best he'd ever had on an airplane. Goes to show you, Robert and Mary, sometimes it's the things that go wrong during travel that you remember the most, you know? So, so true. We've talked about that so many times. Interestingly, uh, that he liked the uh, in-flight meal. We love that airline. (laughs) (laughs) Really, the food's not bad. Because they were landing again. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. No, Iceland Air is a great uh, airline. And uh, you know, they hand paint the glaciers on the outside. All of their their fleet has different glaciers uh, in Iceland, and they are hand painted. Yeah, they they do a good job. And we love the stopovers, uh, certainly with that. So yeah, well, it's always when you go to Plan B, Plan C, Plan D. I mean, I've said it for a long time, and Yeah, I mean, that's when you have the best experience. So before we get the show rolling today, we've got a new affiliate to welcome. Uh, And these two additions are our 36th and 37th newest stations added so far in 2017. So thanks to our team for that. Uh, That's going to push us uh, to 322 weekly affiliates across our network. So thank you, AM 910 and FM 94.5 KINA. That's Fox News Talk in Salina, Kansas. And if you're wondering where Salina, Kansas is, that's about 100 miles west of the state capital in Topeka, across I-70, or about 90 minutes north of Wichita. And one other housekeeping note, new travel polls went up this week on RudyMaxa.com. We're asking, how far in advance do you book your travel? There are five options to choose from. And we're also asking, what's the most common way for you to book travel? And again, there are five options. So please vote and let us know your opinions. Mary, what do we have coming up this hour? All right. In just a few minutes for our showcase segment this hour, we'll be sharing the 2017 best and worst states for fun and best summer vacation spots, according to a recent Wallet Hub study. In segment three this hour, we'll get into a recent national survey on airport security. And then author Susan Cahill will share the streets of Paris and following in the footsteps of famous Parisians through history. That's in segment four. And then towards the end of the hour, Jamie Kurtz, a professor at James Madison University, will be here to share her new book that just came out on Thursday, The Happy Traveler, Unpacking the Secrets of a Better Vacation. The Happy, the traveler. happy traveler. That's a good, good way to start it the weekend. It certainly is. All right, Rudy, you want to take us away with some travel news? Sure. Well, the same evening that Iceland uh, air flight was aborted out of Philly, something serious was playing down south at Orlando's airport. A former Marine armed with a fake gun and obviously mentally, uh, uh, at least impaired at the moment, attempted to commit suicide by cop. 
But the army of police who arrived at the airport with guns drawn held back on any drama, even though the man pointed his gun, the fake gun, at them uh, when they surrounded him at a rental car office. All the cops negotiated for three hours, and he finally surrendered and is being held for mental examination. He also faces aggravated assault charges. Uh, well, uh, all right, I want to talk a little bit about um, Disney. So as many of you out there know, I was an executive with Disney ABC back in the 90s, and you know, I'm quite familiar with the Disney operations. So whenever I see a story about Disney, it generally piques my interest since I have a connection to the company. This week, I saw a report from an independent reporting agency who focuses on theme parks called Themed Entertainment Association, and they reported that attendance at 13 of Disney's 14 theme parks declined around the world in 2016 compared to 2015. And what was the major contributor that was cited? And Mary and Rudy, you know, we've talked about this. I think we reported on it, I don't know, sometime last year. But it's a new ticketing strategy that has raised prices 20% for peak periods. The biggest decline occurred overseas. For example, attendance at Disneyland Paris was down 14% to just under 10 million, which I'm sure has something to do with the terrorism fears that have gripped France. Hong Kong Disneyland saw an attendance drop of 10% to around 6 million. And here in the U.S., the Magic Kingdom was down 1% to roughly 20 million visitors last year, while Disneyland in California was off 2%. Now, overall, Disney did attract a combined 139 million travelers in 2016, which I think we would all enjoy. Uh, and it dwarfs its nearest competitor to Universal, who attracted about 48 million. But attendance at Universal Studios Hollywood, for example, jumped 14% to 8 million. And they just opened, Mary, last week you just reported on it, their new Volcano Bay water park down in Orlando. So, you know, Mary, Rudy, I'm curious, do you think Disney, you know, travel has just gotten too expensive? Have they overbuilt? Have they made their experience too accessible? Or do you think this is just an anomaly? Well, you know, Go ahead. The ticket prices, I think, may have something to do with that. But also, it's important to note that they've decreased their operating hours since the late 80s and early 90s. The parks were not open as late as they used to be. So, you know, that, I think that might be a factor. I know I've heard complaints. We haven't been there in a while, but we know people who go regularly. The fast pass uh, is good, but people complain that now the walkways are more crowded and, it, you know, there's maintenance issues. It needs a good paint job. Epcot's outdated. So I don't know. That's the other question already. is whether the whether the increase in admission fees, et cetera, makes up for that loss in in headcount. Mm. Uh, for the bottom line, I mean, for that's, the bottom what, line. that's what Disney's looking at. They're going, well, are we making You're money right. on this and with right. fewer people? Fine with us. Yeah. Well, their revenues are up, so the shareholders are happy. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's so, true. Attendance <clears throat> does not equal profit. Right. Right. Because again, if you raise prices, you have less people. You still so that I'm not but suggesting that, point. but, but yeah. still, eventually, if you see that trend. So all right. Anyway, that's my story. So all right. Well, we're we're running out of time here. We got about a minute and a half, but I do want to um, let people know. I'm sure many people are visiting Canada this summer, especially with the 150th birthday celebration on. If you're a jazz fan, or if you're not going to Canada, uh, you may want to put this on your calendar, or at least have a heads up on this. Uh, in Montreal, it's the famous Montreal Jazz Festival is coming. Um, it's mm -hmm. actually the largest jazz festival in the world. It begins on June 28th. It runs through July 8th. And this year, one of the big headliners is one of the legends of folk and rock, who's also experimented with jazz. Bob Dylan will be there. And yes, there are still tickets available. And this is such a huge, huge jazz fest. Over 600 concerts, over 450 outdoor concerts. They are all free. The outdoor concerts are free. You do pay nominal ticket prices for some of the indoor concerts. But it's really a great 
a great fest over the 11 days. And uh, the big news is he's headlining. So. Oh, Bob Dylan. All right. He, he's actually playing on the 30th. And wow. so they're Rudy, do you have anything quick? Real fast. United Airlines is going to launch the longest airline route to and from the U.S. It'll be a nonstop flight between L.A. and Singapore. So plan on spending about 18 hours in your Boeing 787 that'll fly the 8,700 miles without refueling. Uh, presuming government approval comes along, United will begin flying October 27th on that route. So that's going to be the longest route. Mm. Well, well, at least you're going to fly the 787. Uh, that, that, that'll make your flights a little more pleasant. Definitely. No um, all right. I've got a story here about tattoos not being welcome. I'll get to that next hour. <laughs> nice to have you all tuned in with us for Rudy Max's World with the Carries. Segment two is next with Jill Gonzalez as we talk best and worst states for fun, best summer vacation spots. So stick around. We'll be back in three minutes. To join Rudy, Robert, and Mary, call 800-387-8025 or follow them on Facebook or Instagram at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. Taking a much-needed vacation can add years to your life, but planning it can be so stressful. If you want to take the stress out of finding your perfect vacation rental, go to Tripping.com. Tripping.com gives you direct access to millions of properties all in one place so you don't have to search 10 different sites. Easily compare prices, locations, and amenities. Save an average of 18% per night when you book on Tripping.com slash Rudy. Visit Tripping.com slash Rudy to find your perfect vacation rental. Or you can visit the radio show website, RudyMaxa.com, and look for more info under sponsors. Do you think identity theft is only when someone adds charges to your credit card? It's actually when someone pretends to be you to open new accounts in your name. LifeLock can help. They use proprietary technology to alert you to a range of identity threats. If you have a problem, they have a team of U.S.-based specialists who will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. Membership starts at $9.99 a month plus applicable taxes. Go to LifeLock.com, use promo code RUDY, and get 10% off or visit RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. A house caught fire in Racine, Wisconsin recently. No one was at home, and the problem soon got out of control. At the end of the day, the house sustained over $40,000 in damages. If you're not there when a fire starts, who will be there to save your home? With Simply Safe Home Security, your smoke detectors will immediately alert emergency services at the first sign of a fire. Get a 10% discount today when you go to simplysaferudy.com. That's simplysaferudy.com for 10% off your home security system, or you can visit rudymaxa.com under sponsors. And simply is spelled S-M-I-P-L-I. Alma Waterways River Cruises are all about ensuring you enjoy the destinations as well as the journey itself. Immerse in local cultures and sites and enjoy luxury accommodations as you travel from one stunning city to the next. Every Alma Waterways River Cruise includes small group tours and excursions in every port of call, plus all your meals and fine wines and beer with lunch and dinner. You'll get free Wi-Fi and bicycles to explore on your own or join guided bike tours of charming towns. Discover Europe, Asia, and Africa with the best at amawaterways.com or rudymaxa.com under sponsors. Rudy, Robert, and Mary call anytime at 800-387-8025. Follow the program on Facebook or Instagram at RM World Travel. Now back to America's number one travel radio show. Welcome back, everyone. Robert and Mary with you again for our showcase segment this hour. And today's program is sponsored by Ama Waterways. If river cruising interests you, you'll find none better than the experience provided by Ama Waterways. We think they're the best for river cruising in Europe, Asia, or Africa. This family-owned company believes 
believes in touching every aspect of your river cruise experience, and the level of service they provide is industry-leading and award-winning. They offer intimate, luxurious adventures that are affordable and unlike anything you'll find elsewhere. So whether you spend time on their popular sun decks or pools or engage in small group cultural tours that are all designed to meet your interests or even enjoy a leisurely bike tour through a city or picturesque countryside, your AMA Waterways ship, it's going to feel like a home away from home. What we like about them is they don't nickel and dime. Their all-inclusive cruises include larger cabins, wonderful meals with fine wine and beer, local tours filled with history, the arts, and many other amenities. They're offering some excellent specials right now, so check them out at amawaterways.com or rudymaxa.com under sponsor. All right. Our next guest, Jill Gonzalez, is an analyst with Wallet Hub, the personal finance website out of Washington, D.C. She's been on the show with us previously, and her take on consumer finance has been featured in the New York Times, the Washington Post, Fortune, and Kiplinger. She's back today to discuss their recent study on the top 20 most fun states in America. Jill, nice to speak with you again. How are things at Wallet Hub these days? They're great. I'm coming to you from the district itself, so right in the nation's capital. Sunny day, so we're happy about that. Well, right after the show today, we're actually we're headed to D.C. We've got a, we're catching up with Rudy. We've got a big industry event that's going to be down there, so it should be fun. So I think this should be a lively segment as your best state versus worst state for fun study. It caught Mary's attention. I know she asked Melissa to invite you back on, so I want to get right into it. You know, as, as I look over these findings, a few of them, I have to tell you, they did make me laugh. If folks listening right now wanted to travel to a state to enjoy the greatest number of restaurants uh, that are that also has it's in the top five for movie theaters where would they go the most restaurants this is per capita is actually in vermont yeah, um, exactly vermont who thinks of vermont <laughs> i mean so go ahead go ahead with that uh, jill that's great yeah i mean we did this on a per capita basis to get an apples to apples comparison uh, so, obviously, Vermont, Maine, Montana, all in the top three. Not the most populated states, but for the people that are there, they have a lot of restaurants to go around, and many of them aren't chains, right? So, these are your mom-and-pop kind of boutique restaurants, uh, inns, uh, hospitality, kind of bed-and-breakfast places that you really get all of the attention. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, those those three states have the most. Well, I, I agree with you because you know when I think of Vermont, you know again I think about skiing, I think of maple syrup, I think of great fall foliage drives. Never once had restaurants. You are right; they would be more local. Uh, but I loved that it was restaurants and movie theaters. And I would bet that most people listening right now, including me, they would lose a bet if they had to say most restaurants per capita in the country: Vermont, Maine, Montana, Rhode Island. Um, you know, but another one that jumped out to me. So I enjoy golf and. You know, Mary and I, we've golfed at some of the great courses around this country, but never in the state that led your findings. So if folks listening right now like golf, you know, forget Arizona, forget North Carolina or Florida or California or even the Robert Trent Jones Trail down in Alabama, which is great. What state has the most golf courses and country clubs per capita? That would be Iowa. (laughs) Which Iowa, I think (laughs) nobody's guessing that. So tell us about that. Yeah, Iowa actually has six times more golf courses and country clubs than, say, California, Texas, Utah. Again, per capita here. So the people there have access pretty much anytime they want to go tee up, which if you're trying to book some type of event in Texas, California, a lot of places kind of, as you mentioned, down south, then you're really going to be struggling. You'll probably need to find time maybe a few weeks out. Many of these other states, Iowa, Montana, again, not the case. Hmm. 
I, I found this study fascinating, and we're going to put a link up to it on social media so our listeners can take a look at actually the top, where all the 50 states ranked, and certainly look at the top 20. Our home state of Connecticut uh, rounded out at number 37, not a great score. Uh, it did tie in first for a number of marinas with Rhode Island and Maine. So if you, if you have a boat and you need a marina, come to Connecticut. So Nevada came out as number one, right, overall. Before we go and talk, I would like to ask you about some of the metrics that you guys used for this study. But can we talk about the number two state, South Dakota? Can you shed some light on how South Dakota came in number two? Yeah, South Dakota came in at number two, and actually North Dakota came in at number four, right. which I think surprised a lot of people mm -hmm. here. But when you're looking at our metrics, I mean, one of the things we looked into was casinos, which is why Nevada ranks so highly as well. Right. But the Dakotas have a lot of tribal casinos. So that's one uh, thing I think that people don't think of. Um, and then, too, the Dakotas have so much parkland. The Badlands mm -hmm. are up there. I mean, there are some bucket list items that people want to cross off of their list up there. Right. So, okay, so that's a good point, the access to the national parks. And that was one of the uh, metrics that you guys used. Can you give us maybe a couple of other, I know you looked at weather, you looked, obviously, arts and entertainment. You also looked at nightlife, correct, in the States? Yes. So as far as that entertainment and recreation category, we did look at the access to national parks. We looked at anything from movie theaters to arcades to fitness centers per capita, skiing and marinas, so kind of the best of both worlds there, too. And, of course, restaurants. And tying that all together, we look at costs, right? So not only the cost of how much it is for those movie theaters or mm -hmm. how much the cost of a fitness center would be, but we included that as well. And then we looked at nightlife from the average beer and wine price right. to access to bars and music festivals. So pretty comprehensive. Very comprehensive. All right. If you're just tuning in, Robert and I are speaking with Jill Gonzalez, an analyst with Wallet Hub, and we're discussing their recent study on the top 20 most fun states. Well, and we also have their best states and worst states in America for fun. So, Jill, on that note, I know Mary just touched on it a bit. I'd like you to share with folks, you know, from all the categories that you ranked, what are the best states and worst states in America for fun? You know, overall, just give us the top five that in your, the top five in the rankings and then the bottom five. The top five, we went over a few already. So number five is New York State. Not only the city, but great things, upstate, wineries, et cetera. Number four was North Dakota, which we touched on. Number three, Colorado. Uh, really just a growing state in general. Most of the cities there are seeing an increase in people both living and visiting. Number two, South Dakota. And number one, Nevada. All right. And then the bottom five, unfortunately, for folks listening out there? The bottom five, definitely a trend here. Starts out with Arkansas, then Kentucky, Alabama, West Virginia, and Mississippi coming in at 50th. All right, Jill, um, let's just briefly have one question on the other study that caught my eye, and that was the top 20 vacation spots in the United States. Rounding out number one again was uh, Nevada, Las Vegas specifically, which I think we can understand. I don't think listeners will be surprised that L.A. and Orlando were number two and three, respectively. But Oklahoma City and Cincinnati made the uh, actually the top 15. So can you just touch briefly on uh, what's going on in Oklahoma uh, City and Cincinnati for our listeners? Yeah, so keep in mind these are the best summer vacation spots, right. which definitely comes into play here. Oklahoma City really did well when it comes to local costs. It has the cheapest local costs in the country, from beer and wine to restaurants to lodging. So that's obviously something to keep in mind if you're on a budget. And then Cincinnati, surprisingly, has number one 
in terms of the most tennis courts per capita and swimming pools per capita. So those summer I, I love these stats. <laughs> you know, and, yeah, yeah. And Cincinnati has, um, I saw a statistic recently, over 4,000 restaurants in Cincinnati, which surprised oh, me. Oh, yes. I mean, Cincinnati is really a treasure of it the is. Midwest. It is. We've enjoyed our time there. The zoo. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot the to zoo. do. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, so I know, uh, real quick, I want to shift gears a little bit. So, again, on that best and worst for fun uh, that you did, what I found amusing is we've got Massachusetts, New Hampshire, Connecticut, New Jersey, and Montana as the most fitness centers per capita in the country. And three of those states also have the highest expenditures on recreational services. Do, do you have those three that, that also make that list, Jill? The three there, when we're comparing uh, those fitness centers per capita and the actual recreation expenditures, which are not necessarily the same thing, definitely related, uh, but we're looking here at Connecticut, New Hampshire, and Massachusetts. Right. So you got and those. are all there. And what, so in paralleling, you know, on the worst states, so the fewest fitness centers are Alabama, Arkansas, New Mexico, West Virginia, and Hawaii. And then I saw the lowest expenditures on recreational services. Again, three of those hit Arkansas, Alabama, and West Virginia. I mean, it is really, you guys really went deep. Mm-hmm. It, the reports got so much on here from uh, national parks to performing arts theaters I'm looking at. You know, who knew? Most performing arts theaters per capita, Alaska. I would think, now it did tie with New York, which I would have guessed, but again, Vermont's back there is number one. So, Jill, listen, we really appreciate, you guys do a great job. Thank you so much, and we appreciate you coming on and sharing this with us today, okay? Anytime. Happy travels. You too. Thanks, Jill. All right, I just released her. She's, she's always very good, Mary, when she's on the yes, show. Yes, and us. really, they do some interesting studies. Yeah, they do. So wallethub.com, folks, go check them out. You'll see they've got a lot of all types of studies that they have out there. If you haven't done so already, please do connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're going to take a quick break, and then it's Rudy in segment three from D.C. Straight ahead, you're listening to Rudy Max's World with the Carries. Don't touch that channel. Max's World with the Carries. Phone lines are open 24-7 at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at RudyMaxa.com. We're back after these messages. Whether you're looking to buy new luggage, give it as a gift, or replace what you're using because you know it's not the best, get Travel Pro, as it's what we all use when we travel. Travel Pro is the choice of flight crews and in-the-know frequent travelers. They've transformed travel since creating the original rollerboard wheeled luggage, and they stand behind their products with lifetime warranties. You'll find Travel Pro at Macy's, Amazon, eBags.com, and top luggage specialty retailers, or check out TravelPro.com to shop their online outlet. There's also a link at RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. We used to think zero was a bad thing. Then we found Zebit.com. That's Z-E-B-I-T, where you can shop millions of products and pay overtime with zero interest. Yep, zero interest, zero cost to join, and zero credit check. From everyday items to the latest technology, to tools, home goods, and appliances, Zebit has everything from your favorite brands, all at competitive prices. Right now, get up to $2,500 credit to shop on Zebit.com. That's Z-E-B-I-T.com. Zebit.com. For more info, visit RudyMaxa.com. Look under sponsors. are always open at 800-387-8025 and stay connected with the program at rudymaxa.com welcome back to rudy max's world with the carries 
And this portion of today's program is sponsored by the tastiest breads and rolls you'll find out there. King's Hawaiian. Listen, block party season is back, and you know what that means. Laughing it up with old friends, sipping cold drinks, grilling in the sun. It means kids having fun in the pool, your favorite songs or travel radio show on the radio, and life just being really good. Seriously, what's not to love about block party season? The mouth-watering foods, the crazy family competitions, and don't forget those delicious King's Hawaiian breads and barbecue sauces. A block party just isn't a party without King's Hawaiian products. Check this out. King's Hawaiian has partnered with ABC's Good Morning America's summer concert series to celebrate the return of block party season. Presenting the ultimate block party with special guest country megastar uh, Dirks Bentley. Yep, you heard that right. I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. Dirks Bentley could, could, Dirks Bentley could come to you could come to you to host the ultimate block party. Just go to goodmorningamerica.com forward slash block party to find out how you can throw the block party of a lifetime with Dirks Bentley in attendance. That's goodmorningamerica.com forward slash block party. There's also a link at rudymaxa.com under sponsors. Terms and conditions apply, as always, so you can see the details uh, at, the, at the site that will also allow you to enter the contest to get Dirks to come sing at your place. And also pick up some King's Hawaiian today. Michelle Weller is our guest. She's an agent with the Travel Leaders Group out of Houston, and um, she is here to talk about something that has been very, very much in the news for months, I guess, ever since, uh, um, well, ever since uh, the new president took office, I think. Uh, airport security has been a, been a hot issue, and there have been all kinds of rumors that uh, laptops will not be permitted on any flights in and out of the United States. That hasn't happened yet, by the way. It's a rumor. Um, but I must say, I feel that security has certainly at least gotten easier to get through at the airport. And Michelle has a, an American uh, Travelers Express greater satisfaction uh, headline um, because of a security uh, survey that you all did. Is that right, Michelle? That's correct. So you did a nationwide survey on airport security, nationwide survey on airport security. You weren't surveying airport security. You were surveying passengers' perception of airport security. And what did you correct. find? Well, it looks like um, satisfaction has gone up slightly. <laughs> uh, I think, uh, you know, from my own personal experience, I think that it has gone up a little bit. It depends on the airport that you're in and the time of day. But um, more, more and more people are learning about that TSA pre-check, mm-hmm. which um, has, uh, you know, I think added to the satisfaction because um, – do you know what that is, the TSA pre-check? Yes. For our listeners who don't know what it is, uh, we go. please to feel free to describe it. Okay. Well, there's a special line at the airport that says TSA pre-check, and – if you apply in advance, you have to go through Homeland Security and get a background check and all of that kind of stuff. And you get a, a special um, uh, number that you can put into your booking on your airline ticket and get into that line and pass, bypass a lot of things in security. It's a shorter line. Uh, you don't have to take your shoes off. You don't have to take your computer out. You don't have to go through the um, uh, x-ray machine, just a metal detector. And so uh, it goes faster and um, the line's shorter. So I think a lot of people... Um, are awake to that and have found that it, it makes things a little bit easier. I think it's about a hundred dollars for five for to, to, to sign up, and that's good for five years, right. as I recall. Yes, I have it myself. I actually got the global entry version, which is um, that will also help you not go through the customs line. When yeah, let's let's clarify. There are two things. Country. I think I think there's TSA pre, which is seventy five dollars. A global entry is a hundred. Mm-hmm. Same thing. No shoes off. No electronics out. Faster lines. Yeah. Shorter lines. I would go with you. I've had global options since it started, as I'm sure you have. I would suggest <laughs> to our listeners to get global option because then you can use it coming in internationally as well. Oh yeah, and if you buy, it's so great when you're coming back from a long international trip and you go to the kiosk. 
there might be a little line there, but the greatest thing is when you get your luggage, you go to the short line to get out. <laughs> All right, but here's the question. Through the, the customs. Here's my question, Michelle. Sure. The TSA was going to do a big push to get people to sign up for TSA Pre or Global uh, mm-hmm. uh, global Entry, I guess it's actually called. Um, right. Has it been successful? I think the numbers have fallen far short of their expectation. Yeah, it has. I mean, not as many people sign up for it, I think. You know, it's funny because what they did is they would give people TSA pre-check just sort of like as a promo. So somebody would end up with TSA pre-check when they weren't officially signed up. So a lot of people tell me, oh, I get TSA pre-check all the time and I didn't have to go, you know, through the process. That's because they were letting a lot of random people do it. Say you bought your ticket 30 days in advance. You aren't much of a security risk at that point. They would give you TSA pre-check so you got a taste of it. Um, Mm -hmm. But they're not really qualified for it. So I think that's why a lot of people have kind of let it slide (laughs) because it is a um, complicated sign-up procedure, but it's so worth it. The survey was conducted during April. 2,900 people were interviewed. 15% said they were frustrated with airport security. That's a pretty low number, frankly. Mm -hmm. Uh, We only have about 30 seconds left, Michelle, but uh, it's going to get more complicated in the next few months, isn't it? Well, they've got that real uh, ID act that's coming up, and and I think in in January of 2018, if you don't have a state that's compliant, you have to have a certain um, ID, like a passport. And I believe that the um, and, and I think they're going to start talking. Currently the, and I think they're going to start yeah, go getting tougher on what you what what you have to open up and show when you're carry on, and uh, and what you can and can't take on. It's going to get. I think it's going to get worse, as opposed to better. Right. So I, I would suggest people do sign up for that global entry and, and pre check and. Uh, it's 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 definitely going to be worth it, and also with the with the Real ID Act coming up as well, you'll have to. Uh, you could use the the Global Entry card. They give you a card that you can yeah. use to um, get on across the border if you're driving, and also if you're flying. So. Fair enough. Michelle Weller is an agent uh, out of Houston with the Travel Leaders Group. Michelle, thank you for joining us today. Stick around when we come back. We're going to talk with the author of a new book, great book if you like Paris. It's called The Streets of Paris. Um, her name is Susan Cahill. She'll be in the show. Don't go away. Join Rudy Max's world with the carries by calling 800-387-8025. Access the show anytime at RudyMaxa.com. We'll be right back. Ooh, get the stinky dog away from me. Bad breath and bad gas. PD stopped eating. All his hair fell out. Itching, licking, missing fur. At least $5,000 in vet bill. Creams, antibiotics, sprays. No results. Everything we tried failed except the Dynavite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. If you want the dog to be healthy, you got to feed it something healthy. The omega-3 fatty acids. Flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa. The digestive enzymes that are cooked out of regular dog food. Dynavite is nutrition. The shedding is stopped and the itching is stopped. Her coat is not soft, it's silky, it's healthy and shiny and glossy. She's got life, she's got energy. Tons of energy, no more bad smell. Dynavite's the bomb. Dynavite is the best thing that's ever happened to my dogs, you know, besides me, of course. (laughs) 859-428-1000. 859-428-1000. Dynavite for life. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. This is Ed Lukasevic. And Cindy Lukasevic at Dynavite. This year, whenever you order a 90-day supply of Dynavite for your dog, we'll send you a free sample of one of the other doggy things we make. Like liquid chops, super mega fish oil, or doggo suds shampoo. What's on your dog's wish list? We'll offer a different freebie each week at Dynavite.com. Don't you just love the sound of healthy, happy dogs? Dynavite 
is nutrition. Dynavite for life. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Allergy sufferers, my name's Nigel, and as a well-educated owl, I know the difference between what's wise and unwise. Texting after three glasses of Merlot? Unwise. Using new Zizol for 24-hour relief of your allergy symptoms? Quite wise. Because Zizol is just as effective at hour 24 as it is at hour 1, relieving your symptoms for a better night's sleep and a more productive day. So for continuous 24-hour allergy relief, don't be unwise. Be wise all. Take new Zizol. Users directed. If you've got aches, pains, and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to what Dave has to say about relief factor. I was in a sawmill accident and suffered with pain and discomfort for 60 years. I heard about relief factor and decided to order it. And in four days, I was walking without a limp and without pain. I am thrilled. For more information about Relief Factor and the two-week quick start for just $19.95, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. If you're thinking about your next vacation, get to know friendlyplanet.com. They offer international small group tours at some of the best values in travel. Each Friendly Planet tour gives you everything you'll want. Airfare, hotels, transfers, most meals, a local English-speaking guide, and more. You'll gain insider access to unique cultural encounters that you just can't find with other companies. Plus, they offer something to fit all budgets and interests, even custom experiences. Get to know them at FriendlyPlanet.com or find a link at RudyMax.com under sponsors. Get out the map, get out the map, and lay your finger anywhere participate in the program, call anytime at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Once again, you're in Rudy Maxa's world with the carries. And so glad you are. I'm Rudy Maxa. This portion of the program is sponsored by American Made with all American materials, MyPillow.com. Guaranteed to be the most comfortable pillow you will ever own. This is a pillow that Mary, Robert, and I sleep on, not together, separately. And it really makes a difference. Did you know that MyPillow has sold more than 25 million pillows? Well, here's your chance to join the millions of people who are sleeping better than they ever had before. For a limited time, you'll get two premium MyPillows and two go-anywhere travel pillows for 50% off. Just go to MyPillow.com and be sure to click on the Radio Listeners Special. That's Radio Listeners is the code you should look for there. And then use the promo code RUDY, R-U-D-Y. That's my name. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster. You'll stay there longer. Each MyPillow comes with a 10-year warranty. They can be washed and dried also include a 60-day money-back guarantee. So you got nothing to lose. Go to MyPillow.com and enter promo code RUDY at the radio listeners, uh, uh, wherever you put, put that in. You know what I'm saying. Look for radio listeners and put in R-U-D-Y to get those two premium pillows, two go-anywhere pillows for traveling for 50% off. You'll also find a direct link at RudyMaxa.com under sponsors if that is easier. We last talked to author Susan Cahill. Oh, gosh, I think it must have been four to five years ago um, when her book, when her fabulous book called The, uh, the Hidden Gardens of Paris came out. Well, she stepped out of the gardens and onto the streets of Paris and has a new book. This is coming out this week, I believe, called The Streets of Paris. It's a guide to the city of light following in the footsteps of famous Parisians throughout history. Susan, welcome to the show. Welcome back. Hello, Rudy. It's nice to hear your voice again. We reached Susan in New York, by the way, I believe. Um, so you, you did the gardens. You, you, you showed me places I'd never seen in Paris before. This is a little different because you are identifying famous people and describing their neighborhoods, but, but and I think this is an important but, you also provide information for readers about the neighborhood today and what they ought to be looking for when they're walking through it. Is that a exactly. fair summation of your book? 
Okay. Um, so, so who are some of these? Who are some of these cats you followed? Right. <laughs> Um, they Sorry. all come out of Hidden Gardens because walking around the city and noticing all these streets so different. I mean, the multiple personalities of Paris is, you know, stunning. But uh, and many of them I had heard about, been assigned to read, never had. Uh, Montaigne, Henry the Fourth, Voltaire, Camus, Colette. You know, I've read Colette. I've listened to Edith Piaf, all of, and the, new, the Nobel Prize winner, Patrick Modiano. I had never heard his name. But anyway, I came across so many of them on these historical plaques. But the streets themselves are where they lived and worked and suffered. So I, I just was, you know, filled with curiosity. And I've done a lot of reading and walking, walking, walking. Uh, and finding so many things that are still there. Well, that's, mean, what, that's just what I was going to ask you. How many of these streets and neighborhoods are essentially the same, at least architecturally? I mean, right. obviously, there's stores and restaurants that have different names, but right, right, are essentially right. the same as they were in those days. Well, if you go to the Cathedral Close, which is the labyrinth of streets next to the Cathedral of Notre Dame, that is where Eloise and Abelard, the, the monk and the nun, uh, and their love letters, that is a classic story. Uh, Henry James said that Eloise was worth a thousand Abelards because she never repented of their affair. But it's a tragic story. <laughs> like it really is. Woman. But the streets are the same. The whole layout, in fact, the street where they lived uh, and loved, Rue des Chantres, that's the cover of my book. And in the distance, you can uh-huh. see the spire of Notre Dame. Yes. Uh, so that is b- very much the same, though, of course, it, it's very commercial on the main drag. Uh, but it, it's it's so it's haunting to walk around some of these places. Montparnasse, where Giacometti uh, and Beckett used to walk around all night long. Giacometti lived there his whole professional life. And finally, Beckett did, too. They were great friends. They never talked. They walked around Montparnasse and the rest of the city, just like we would. You know, when you get walking in Paris, it's very hard to stop because you turn left, you turn right, and there's the Seine. No And I must say... Please go ahead. I'm sorry, Susan. Go ahead. Um, The Seine, to me, is sort of like the focal point of the whole city. I mean, Mm -hmm. it just, as the old map makers said... Paris is a gift of the sin. And well, I, I stayed in January, only have 30 seconds left, which is pitifully short for this book, but uh, I stayed in the, in the Marais, uh, got an Airbnb in January and stayed there in the Marais neighborhood, and, and I'm, I found out after I was there that it's apparently the hot neighborhood, and it, it hasn't changed much, I'm, I'm guessing, no, looking at the buildings. No, you're quite right, right. Yeah. No, well, it I, hasn't. Well, this so so to to, your, to listeners, I want to say not only will you get a dollop of history about these neighborhoods and uh, some f- names you may recognize from your high school and college history classes who live there, but uh, Susan Cahill also goes into the uh, local things around in that neighborhood that you ought to be looking at now. It's called The Streets of Paris. The author is Susan Cahill, and you can get more information at susancahill.net. We'll be right back. Connect with America's number one travel radio show by calling 800-387-8025 or check in anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. To 
connect with the program, call 800-387-8025 or visit the show online at rudymaxa.com. Welcome back to America's number one travel radio show. Welcome back, everybody. Robert and Mary with you again for segment five this hour. And in a minute, we're going to discuss the happy traveler with Jamie Kurtz. But first, this portion of the program is sponsored by Travel Pro Luggage. Travel Pro is the choice of flight crews and frequent travelers. For over two decades now, they've taken pride in their design, innovation, and durability in crafting the highest quality luggage for experienced travelers. Travel Pro has transformed travel since they created their rollerboard wheeled luggage, and they stand behind their products with lifetime warranties. This is the luggage that Mary, Rudy, and I, we've been traveling with for years years, folks, and we really can't say enough about how much we enjoy it. So if you're in the market for new luggage or looking for the perfect gift for Father's Day or maybe a high school grad, look no further than Travel Pro Luggage. You'll find it at Macy's, Kohl's, eBags.com, most locally owned luggage stores. You can also check out TravelPro.com. They've got all their retailers listed. Or find a link at RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. Jamie Kurtz is an associate professor of psychology at James Madison University in Virginia. Her research focuses on strategies for savoring and well-being. Her new book, The Happy Traveler, Unpacking the Secrets of Better Vacations, applies research on happiness and decision-making to travel. I should also add that Jamie is an avid traveler and an explorer. Welcome, Jamie. Nice to have you on the show with Mary and me today, and congratulations on the book that just came out this week. Thank you so much. It's nice to be here. You know, I think we could probably start a new show. We were joking about this just before and focus it solely on travel books. There are so many out there, but you're certainly, it's got a different twist. So we want you to talk to us about the premise of the happy traveler. Sure. So it's not about how to enjoy any one place like Italy or Costa Rica or anything like that. It's general advice based on psychological research that I have been involved with on how to do travel better before, during, and after a trip. Yeah, so on that note, there was a chapter that really appealed to me. You devote a good part of one of the chapters to the anticipation of an upcoming trip. And Mm -hmm. certainly lots of people get stressed pre-travel with to-do lists, all of that. And then you talk about, on the opposite end, the re-entry after a trip. So can you touch on those two items for us? Sure. So there's some research suggesting that the time leading up to a trip is sometimes the happiest time of a vacation experience because it's all fantasy, it's all anticipation and getting excited. So I say, you know, really make the most of that time. Look at the guidebooks, look at Pinterest, talk to your friends and family about what you're going to do and really build that anticipation. Mm-hmm. And then on the other end, coming home, you know, sometimes that can be kind of depressing. <laughs> it can be very depressing. I yeah. call it re-entry. It takes me two days usually to get back yeah. together, if, if not more. <laughs> yeah. I can it's attest tough. to that. Yeah, it's like... tough for people. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I just got back from three weeks in uh, Scandinavia uh, mm-hmm. two days ago. Lovely. So I'm in that mm-hmm. time right now. And, you know, there, it, there is a nice opportunity to look at your life and think about changes you might like to make. What did you like about yourself while you were traveling? What are you mm-hmm. grateful for? about being home, and that's uh, perspective you don't always make the most of. It's not. So and in you, the book, I talk. Mm-hmm. You do, and there's an example that you used about, I think it was maybe spending time or having a cup of coffee with a friend that you haven't seen for a mm-hmm. while, because that seems easy to organize after you've organized a huge trip, or even being grateful for the people who took care of your garden or watered your flowers. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Thank you. So we get we get so busy in our everyday lives, and when you come back from a big trip, you realize, you know, my friends are right here, mm-hmm. and all we have to do is set aside an hour or two, and it suddenly you have that perspective change that can help you prioritize a little differently. All right, so I want to get into the book a little bit with you. In Chapter 6 of the book, you say pictures or it didn't happen. So explain what you mean by this. <laughs> 
Sure. So the habit that we've all, many of us have developed to want to capture and preserve all of these special moments that we have. It's a really understandable impulse when I have myself. And yet one of the consequences is that we're not really present in the moments as they're unfolding in front of us because we want to preserve them so much for the future and also share them on social media to get all those likes and all those little affirmations. So that's a really, um, it's a new challenge that we have as travelers with all the media that that proliferates. Yeah, I think that's probably well put. And all right, so you know, clearly, I know you want people to read the book, and 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 we certainly encourage that as well. And we're not going to give it all away here for folks. But if you could offer one tip or piece of advice for travel happiness, what would it be? I would say remember that you take yourself with you on your vacations. By which I mean your habits, your anxieties, all of the things. If you don't do a little bit of work and strategizing ahead of time, you might find yourself sitting on the most beautiful beach and still worrying about work or still fretting about finances, all of those things that plague us in everyday life. Just because we go to a beautiful place, it doesn't guarantee that we're going to have an amazing time. So we have to work on ourselves a little bit in addition to putting ourselves somewhere really fantastic. You know, I know we've been asked at times, you know, if if we're going to write a book or do we want to write a book or a thing. And and we've certainly considered that and and are. But I'm I'm curious, where did the idea come from? You've got about, you know, 20 seconds or so. At at what point did you say, you know what, I I need to write about this? Um, As a happiness researcher who was in the position financially and time-wise to be traveling a lot, which was like my life's dream, and suddenly realizing it wasn't as fun as I thought it should be. And so I really wanted to use everything I know about psychology and decision-making to offer advice to myself and to other people to other about people. how to do it better. Well, uh, folks, listen, the book again, it's called The Happy Traveler, Unpacking the Secrets of Better Vacations. You can find it on Amazon at your favorite bookstores or at jamiekurtz.com. Happy traveling, Jamie. Happy traveling to you, too. Thanks so much. Take care, Jamie. All right. The happy traveler, Mary Sue. It's a really interesting take on travel. All right, folks. That's going to do it for hour one of the program this week. For those stations leaving us, we are sorry to see you go. But thankfully for the vast majority of you, or those listening via our live stream at RudyMaxa.com or the 24-7 TuneIn.com channel, there's more straight ahead. We've got another terrific hour coming up after these messages. And Mary, Rudy, and I hope you'll stay with us. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World with the Carries, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.